everybody! Hi friends, well from Wrath of God torrential downpours in Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> it's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And honestly, hopefully you, you don't hear about the storm that's going on in the national news. Uh, because there se- storms seem to just make national news these days. They're so well, awful. They, I mean, storms these days have been doing crazy, awful shit. So yeah, oh I'm hoping God. this isn't one of those storms. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you know, in Utah, what we have is either n- like no rain for, you know, a month and a half, which we've had, <laughs> or just a, a desert, just yeah. downpour, and then it's gone in 15 minutes. So yes. it'll probably be gone soon. But right now... Yeah, it's pretty exciting outside. Yeah, and if you hear some thunder or torrential rain happening while we were recording, uh, that's what it is. Anyway, coming up on the show today, Dan, uh, we're going to be talking underwear. <laughs> we are going to be talking underwear. It is a, uh, it's uh it's it's going to be that kind of a show. Mormon y'all. unmentionables, in fact. Yeah, specifically, and more more unmentionable than most <laughs> uh, when it comes to underwear. This they is don't even, like mentioning their unmentionables. Even less mentionable uh, than most of <laughs> most underwear. So we're going to be. New York Times mentioned it. Wow, uh, and, and created quite a stir. So. Oh, yeah, the liberal, the, like you know, their intentions are bad. The Mormons <laughs> know there is something fishy going on. Something. Not okay <laughs> happening uh, in but the world of temple garments. But first, Dan, oh, Utah has a new special day, Dan. Oh, yeah. A new, very new special day. Are, uh, have you not heard about it? I, I, I don't know. Tell me, what, what's happening? Well, July 23rd, which is the day before Pioneer Day, our state holiday. Um, so on pioneer day Eve, um, this year it is, it has been declared M Russell Ballard day. What? By our very Mormon governor, Spencer Cox. Yeah. He's, he's honoring M Russell Ballard with his very own special day. Now, for those of you who do not know who M Russell Ballard is, he is currently the acting president of the quorum of the 12 apostles of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He's just one of the old men over in the, like, over I mean, he's, church he's, he's in building. the Q 15, the, 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 the oh, top, yeah. the top he's, tier Mormons. He's, he's definitely very a big, important, big dog, but very why, why does he deserve a day? Well, because he's for a lot of his community work. Apparently I was unaware of this, but apparently he does a lot of community work. The, the 92-year-old is being recognized for his support of the This is the Place Heritage Park. Damn. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a state park here, here in Salt Lake City uh, commemorating where the Mormon pioneers came into this valley. And there's a little living history village there. Yeah, there is. And it's, it's barely living history, right? <laughs> they've, got, they've got one guy... <laughs> That like sits in the in the print shop and teaches you all about old time old timey printing. Almost interesting. This is the place Heritage <laughs> Park, um, and apparently uh, he was majorly involved in pushing to have a uh, to share the story of uh, the Utah's tribal nations at this is the place Heritage Park. Oh, um, they have a, a Native American village there. Oh, have you heard about this? No, I'm sure it's very accurate. I am very worried. Like that makes me extremely (laughs) uncomfortable. Well, walking along on the, um, the shoreline trail there up Uh above the park, I have noticed that there is a large teepee, a very large teepee. I've definitely Uh, seen the the giant teepee. I'm worried that that's probably what they're talking about. It's probably Um, the extent of it. And they have, they probably have some white person in red face. Oh, uh, yeah. Trying to teach us all about how the Mormons were so kind to the natives when they got here. Yeah, and speaking in some sort of halting sort of how sort yeah. of uh, uh, bad impression. Uh, Me, Chief Wampum. <laughs> oh, God. 
it's anyway, not going to be good. That's what, what, I'm saying, good. what I'm saying is uh, the Timpanogos tribe will not be represented at the This is the State. <laughs> this is the this is the place uh, park. I guess uh, he you helped You can look create, that up. The Mormons killed all the Timpanogos tribe. Anyway, go ahead. I, uh, I guess he helped create the Walk of Pioneer Faiths. Mm. Um, that uh, I don't even know what this thing is, but it involves Catholics and Jews and congregational folk and oh god, Episcopalians, so forth and so on. I don't know what this. Anyway, he's a very important figure in our community, and I honestly just think that he got declared a day was declared for him because he's an old Mormon guy. I mean, that's yeah. really the extent yeah. of it. And and Cox probably wanted to shake his hand. Yeah. Although, the it, I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and shaking his hand kind of scares me because I just can't imagine what happens when all that neck, neck meat gets to wiggling. <laughs> anyway. Well, it gets in the way of the handshake, Dan. Yeah. It's, uh, anyway. Uh, I, sh- I shouldn't make fun. He's, he's just an old man. Uh, yeah, you're anyway, gonna have, you're gonna have neck skin someday, Dan. Someday, someday that that joke's gonna come back. I hope, I hope when I look like that, you all like bring out that joke and say, "Look what you've done! It's <laughs> are, biting you in the ass now, old man." Are we gonna be still doing the show when we're 92? I assume so. <laughs> I assume that's all. That, this is all I got. <laughs> anyway, in our 60th year. That's right. Oh, it's thank God I'm atheist. <laughs> Can't believe we're still doing this shit. Uh, all right. Um, I'm going to take us to Texas, where uh, it's even worse than it is here for a lot of things, including their new... We didn't talk about it when it happened, but they have a new abortion law. It's real, real cute. Basically, it's... Uh, it should be entirely unenforceable. There is plenty of statutory uh, precedent that says that this law is completely out of out of bounds. Um, we're talking about SB8, which is supposed to take effect in September, and basically it it prohibits abortions as early as six weeks, oh, which wow. is before most women even know that they're pregnant. Uh, Obscene. So. That in and of itself is absurd. It is a de facto abortion ban. Yeah. But they don't want it to be toothless. They don't want there to be no consequences if an abortion happens. So they've they've gone and deputized the entire state of Texas. Basically, mm. anybody, regardless of whether you have... You, you don't need standing on this. Anyone can sue basically anybody involved in an abortion it's obscene and then uh and and then they get ten thousand dollars a minimum award of ten thousand dollars so they are highly motivated to find somebody involved in an abortion and sue them what Uh, which uh, of course that's absurd it is absurd like literally if you, if you know that a doctor was involved in an abortion, if you know that a nurse, if someone advised someone to have an, abor- an abortion, you can sue them and get $10,000, even if you are not even related to the case. If you were standing next to someone on the bus and they were like, hey, I told my girlfriend to get an abortion, you can sue that guy and get $10,000 at, at minimum. I This just doesn't sound like it's going to... Like, this can't be legal. No, it, I don't think it can hold up. And so the way that you make sure that it doesn't hold up is you file a federal lawsuit, which they've, which people have done. Uh, and, and, of course, this federal lawsuit is asking the U.S. District Court in Austin to not only overturn the law, but before that, to have an injunction so that this law will not take, an effect, take effect. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um. Because it would be a, it would be madness. It would be a, a an insanity for this to take effect. Um, but what's interesting is that one of the groups that's actually fi- like filing this lawsuit. Because I mean, the main people that are filing the lawsuit are the Center for Reproductive Rights, Planned Parenthood, uh, the ACLU, and others. But along with them, you know, because you have you usually have like a number of just people filing. There are some uh, there are some 
clergy oh, who are wow. working to try and stop this thing. In part because if because they're very worried that if they counsel a young woman and then she goes and has an abortion, they could be sued. Jesus. So yeah. Yeah, Just, it's a it, it that is a a madness law. This is this is this this is what it looks like in America right now. Uh, they got this law passed. I I think, and you know what? Our current Supreme Court, you never know. Right now, all of these laws have been passed just to test the waters. These are water testing laws. So, other yeah. other laws have been struck down other in other states that are that try to be this strict. Well, does is there any equivalent in any other kind of context for somebody, you know? breaks a law and you find out about it and you just get to sue them. I don't right? you like, know what we, we should, we like, should have what, Andrew Seidel or, or Andrew Torres come on the show and just, just talk about this. Cause yeah, I, that is a question that I have no answer for. Cause I, ain't. Like, it, it just doesn't, but, but like it seems in my impossible. own lived experience. I, 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 I don't think I've ever heard of that. With, right? with, like, the, with the number of lawsuits that were important that have been thrown out uh, based on not having standing. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't, this is like you just granting standing to everybody. That's crazy yeah, that's, talk. That doesn't make, yeah, that's, that's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, boy. Well, all right. I've got a story here, Dan, about a top... Catholic official in this country who uh, has found himself in a little bit of a situation uh, after being uh, outed uh, by a Catholic uh, news, uh, like uh, a Catholic focused newsletter called The Pillar. Oh. Um, so this is Monsignor Jeffrey Burrell, who was the head of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. Oh. Um, I doubt you'll recognize his name. No, but I, but know, that, I was, know that organization. Yeah, but he was one of the people who was uh, wanting to deny Joe Biden communion. Right. Right. Because Joe Biden's uh, a big fat sinner who's okay with women choosing whether or not they're going to have an abortion for themselves. Exactly. Right. Well, it turns out he's a big old sinner. Um, what? By... Yeah, he was found out for being on Grinder. <laughs> he was caught on Grinder. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, and not just a little bit. Like <laughs> like like it says that according to the da data that the pillar uh was able to to drum up, um that he he was on Grinder almost on a daily basis during parts of 2018, <laughs> 2019 and 2020. Um, you know, uh here, here, here's Wait, you're the Catholic telling Church. Me I am supposed to believe that a mm -hmm. Catholic priest is gay. I know it seems shocking. impossible. I know, absolutely, absolutely <laughs> shocking. Um, yeah. So Grinder, uh, they well, he's being accused of being on Grinder. Uh, Grinder's his, a, a gay dating app for those. Who don't oh know. yeah, that, that. Thank you, Dan. I suppose not everybody would know that. Um, yeah. He, he, they the data that they they were able to pull is pretty actually kind of scary data uh, yeah. because well yeah because like these the, this organization that was investigating him they just like they hired some company to um, a, a data consulting firm to take they they bought some data from a vendor right. And then they they sort of analyzed it and they were able to see where he was using Grindr, right? Not Holy just that shit. he had been on Grindr. Like, it's not just that they found his profile and it was obviously him, right? right. It, it, this is, they used, they purchased data and they were able to then say that he was using or, or see that he was using Grindr at his office at the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops. Um in, as well as at his residence that was owned by the USCCB, um, as well as during USCCB meetings and events <laughs> in other cities. I mean, this guy was, he was going for it. That um, is amazing. I, in, I, in addition, I, the data places him at gay bars. 
Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so while I'm delighted that, uh, that he was outed, right. Mm. In his hypocrisy, I think hypocrisy should be outed. I, I like, I know that like, there's this thing about, Oh, you don't out gay men and blah, 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 blah. I think if you're in a, in his kind of position, being if you outed are moralizing is, about yes. other gay men being horrible. Yes. It is you. It's fair game, in my opinion. However, it is alarming and should be concerning to everybody, like that this that they were just able to like purchase this data and figure it out. Um, I'm not sure how that works. I don't know what the steps to that would be, but um, but they definitely did it because he's he resigned. Like, like this is like, oh, I gotta get out of here. Like, he's not. I don't think it's being denied. It's just, he is like, he's gone. Right. Um, but then also this, the pillar is gross, right? Like apparently in their reporting on it, it's like full of like really homophobic, uh, nonsense. Um, and just all sorts of innuendo and, and, and whatnot. It's just, it's just dirty and it's gross and they clearly didn't like him for some reason. Um, and, well, cause uh, he's, cause he's a gross uh, gay man. Well, maybe they heard some rumors who yeah. knows. Right. Um, and maybe that was just enough. Um, but the flip side of it is well, good. The, I, these, 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 these people should be, should be shamed. Right. I, the thing that that really that actually does worry me in all of that is that uh, you can just buy people's grinder data. That's mm-hmm. what terrifies me. I know. Like, d- nobody tell you know the <clears throat> the gay hating groups. You know the or or the. Uh, I mean, you know th- this could be used. In some terrifying ways. Yeah, no, it's it's really quite awful. And and if Grinder's like, doing it, all of the dating apps are doing it. If you're on a dating <laughs> app, they know everything. And you know, yeah. Facebook has always known everything about all of us and probably sells it. But like, do they sell to anyone who has the coin to like where you yeah. were and what so, you've been doing? Because I, I don't know if if Grinder sold this data in the way that like like you're suggesting, right? I think that the data was out there. I don't know how it was gotten. Um, apparently, I mean, Grinder has come out and said that, uh, I, I can't remember exactly what their statement was, but but they're not like, I don't think, anyway, I, I, I don't, I don't get the sense that it's like you can go to Grinder and be like, can you give me Monsignor so-and-so's data? Like, I don't think it's that transactional and that easy. No, but you can, what I'm guessing happened is that you, you can buy a whole data dump and just say, I'm an advertiser or I'm a blah, blah, blah. Oh, sure. Yeah. And you buy a data dump, but then you can like, if, you know, if you, if you have the, the, the technical skills, you can just sort of do a quick forensics thing and zero in on a specific person and bada bang. Yeah. Maybe that's so fucking scary. It's freaky. It's freaky. Well, speaking of freaky. Uh, I'm not going to make anybody's day any better with this story, um, which is about Liberty University, um, which we all, you know, everybody's favorite awful Christian university. This is the the place. The, this is our, you know, for the longest time, all of our stories about out of Liberty University were about J. Fall Jew, Jerry Falwell Jr. Um, but this one isn't, uh, surprisingly. He's out. He's, he doesn't even work there anymore. They, they kicked him out. Um, this one is about... Now, you, Frank, uh, briefly went to the BYU. Mm, yes, uh, that's so, true. So you have some understanding of what it is to go to a, a university that has an honor code. <laughs> and not just like some innocent honor code that's like, you know, tell the truth and... No. Be good to your fellow students and, you know, don't cheat and, right. you know, like, like would be a, a decent honor, like literally honor. Right. Right. And this is, uh, this, this, uh, controls your, uh, all of your like 
activities. No right? sex. Like you, no you, booze. No, no blah blah no, blah. Like, no beard. Right. Like it's just it reaches into like your your dress and grooming. Um, yeah, it's really yeah. The BYU one tells you like where you're allowed to live and what the rules have to be at the place that you live and all of that. No sort of persons thing. of the opposite sex beyond a per- certain line in your apartment. Right, that kind of stuff. Well, you, it will surprise exactly zero people to learn that Liberty University has its own honor code known as creepily the Liberty Way. Ooh. Uh, and the Liberty Way is gross. It is similar in its uh, strictures to the BYU code. I don't. I haven't read the whole thing, but a couple of the things that are included are no alcohol ever. We're not just talking about like when you're on campus. No, we're talking about like <laughs> in your life, you are not to have alcohol. You are not to yeah. have sex, etc. Well. Just like what happened just a few years ago at BYU, Liberty is now being sued by 12 women, all of whom are remaining anonymous for what will be obvious reasons. Uh, They're suing Liberty University because they were all sexually assaulted in some way. And Liberty not only didn't protect them, but it turns out, shockingly, you won't even believe it. Uh, Liberty basically protected the the men in the scenario and uh, the girls got in trouble. The women got in trouble. Of course. So, yeah. no, the, the only, It's not <sighs> shocking. What's shocking is how not shocking it is because that is, because it's the grossest possible scenario yeah. and all of these like religious universities just fall right in line every single time. Um. The so it's, it's are, like you were in the wrong place, so you're in trouble type thing? Or like, you were drinking, okay. so you're the one in trouble. Right. Um, the stories are utterly horrific. One yeah. of them, you know, a, an employee uh, was was working there. This was back in 2013. Uh, she, she told a co-worker, a, a supervisor, um, that she had had an allergic reaction and he insisted he was going to come over and help her out. And she said, no, thanks. And then ding dong, he showed up at her house. Oh. Uh, her address, she had not given him her address. Oh, so God. he had looked it up. Oh, God. Uh, probably in the school's directory. And then, uh, or on her personal file or whatever. Probably some privileged information. Yeah. Right. Uh, he showed up with a pill, which he insisted that she take. What? And then, uh, and like apparently insisted. So she took it, trying to get him to leave. Oh no. And then he wouldn't, uh, insisting that then he needed to get her into bed so that she was safe. And then she blacked out and woke up apparently later with his hands on her neck. Oh God. Anyway, all of that is hor- horrifying. It gets worse from there. He came back the next day. Uh, he like what he did a whole bunch. He he assaulted her in some horrible ways, and then threatened to uh, have her deported if she didn't uh, comply. If she, if if she told. Oh on my him. god! Because <laughs> apparently she was in the country on a work visa. All right. So he actually had the ability to do that. She eventually did tell uh, the HR department of Liberty University what happened. And be- and they, of course, being the good and appropriate people they were, leapt to his defense as a godly man and, uh, and said that she was trying to smear his reputation. Oh, God. Of course. Uh, and it's just, it's just a litany of stories like that, yeah. you know. You can imagine any, boy- no- any number of scenarios, and it probably is on that list. Yeah, exactly. Gross. Student, you know, one student was afraid to ta- to tell Liberty about her uh, assault because she had been drinking. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and then, of course, she gets in trouble. The boy does not. Um, it's just all this shit straight down the, the board. Uh, all very credible stuff, and all stuff that was that that as a school. They have an obligation under Title IX to protect these women. And, uh, yeah, no, they didn't. Boo. 
So hopefully the lawsuit will uh, will go forward and uh, Liberty will have to, you know, really look at themselves and actually, like, pay these women a fuck ton of money, I hope. It doesn't, it doesn't fix it, but and it, at the very yeah. least, uh, you know, it, it, maybe the, maybe they'll put some, some new rules on the books or something. Who knows? Yeah, I'm sure. Right. Like these doesn't these, mean things will change, no, yeah, but of course Ugh. they'll have some sort of training people have to go through. Religion is gross people. That's <laughs> it's, it's the theme of our show. Well, I've got a really gross religious thing. Um, mm. Uh, we've spoken about this group on the show before once or twice. Um, but they're pretty fringe Mormon types. It's the Desnat, oh. um, movement oh. or the Deseret nationalists. Um, yeah, these, these are just picture Christian nationalists, only Mormon ear. Just go as far right in the in the extreme right wing <laughs> like disgusting people that you can think of and then take one more step to the right yeah okay it's a group that really got its start on like twitter um yeah. and uh they've they, they are of course um against groups like black lives matter and they hate progressive mormons and lgbtq mormons uh, for progressive anybody, but specifically, <laughs> right. progressive but these are, Mormons. these are groups that they really go after. Um, well, yeah. anyway, um, a, uh, the guardian, the, 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 the news organization, um, sure. has identified an Alaska assistant attorney general as a supporter of and, and member really of the desert nationalists, the Desnat guys. Oh, wow. Um, through a series of posts uh, that he used the Twitter handle, uh, J. Ruben Clark. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Uh, oh, which is the. Oh, I know who that is. That's, that's who the, the BYU legal the law school uh, is named after. The law school is yeah, named after. Yeah. So he was, J. Ruben Clark was, um, he was some sort of Mormon figure. I don't know exactly who he was, but they decided to name the, the, the law school at BYU after him. Yeah. I'm sure he was a general authority who was also a lawyer. Yeah, some, something along those lines. That would make sense. Anyway. Um, so a series of posts that were racist, anti-Semitic, and homophobic. Um, he, uh, he's basically this, this, uh, Twitter handle is one of like really the early desert nationalists, um, like working with and, and using the, the, the hashtag, uh, does that's D E Z N A T. If anybody's curious, um, and do not look at that hashtag, <laughs> bad things yeah. will happen. Um, but anyway, his job, uh, up in, uh, Alaska for the attorney general's office is, uh, he is the chief corrections counsel. Um, and he has been like a lot of his comments were, uh, let's see, he advocates for, well, first of all, he has really strong extreme positions against black lives matter protesters. Um, right. he, uh, vigilante violent, he, he promotes vigilante violence against left-wing groups. This is as, as his, in, in his anonymous, in his space anonymous space, as- but this is revealing right. who no. he is, right? Uh, right? And a punishment of execution for acts including performing gender reassignment surgery, so forth and so on. Basically, espousing uh, position or taking positions that you know maybe a member of you know an attorney general's staff, an assistant mm. attorney general should not be uh, sort of making. Uh, because it, it speaks yeah. to uh, who he is and his character and, uh, and you know, and not for nothing or, or lack, or thereof. lack thereof. Um, and not for nothing like does Nats, these guys, um, they sort of, they, 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 the article sort of mentions that they flirt with ex, um, uh, uh, like neo-Nazi imagery um, sure. and they pass around, uh, memes and cat catchphrases, uh, that are adaptations of imagery and verbiage associated with the alt-right movement. Um, like this is, 
th- this is there, some pretty f- very fringe, uh, very extreme stuff. I mean, the Desnats, I mean, these guys legitimately, some of them like, like want Utah to secede and become a Mormon theocratic state. Right. right. Yeah, that that's their dream. Yeah. That's and it's like that's uh, the eventual okay, end game. Okay. Or ba- or just take over the United States completely. <laughs> it is it's not the United States of America, it's now Deseret, which is by the way a made up Mormon word right. that supposedly means uh, honeybee. Yeah. Enjoy yeah, that. Fun. All right. But anyway, yeah. Uh, isn't that just delightful? Yeah, hopefully that guy loses his job. We'll see. Uh get get on it, Alaska. Get get rid of that guy. Um, meanwhile, I'm going to, I'm going to close this out by taking us all the way to Mecca. Um, the Hodge this year was very limited because, uh, COVID-19 is still a, a very real thing. Get your vaccinations, everybody, please definitely do that. Um, this year, uh, Saudi Arabia allowed only 60,000, which sounds like a big number until you like put it. Here are the, no, the normal right. numbers. 60,000, they all had to be vaccinated yeah. to come and do the Hajj uh, this year. Uh, and then there were 20 other new members of the Hajj, new uh, pilgrims, I guess. 20? To the Hajj. Yeah, 20 uh, that of a kind that had never been there before. Robots have descended on Hajj. What? What? Yeah, they got... These are uh, these these are a measure to try and uh, keep sanitation in line, because there is about twenty meters from the Ka- the Kaaba. Yeah. In in the center of the big the grand mosque, there is a well uh, that is called the Zamzam uh, well. Okay. And Zamzam Zamzam water is the holiest of all of the Muslim water. <laughs> So everybody wants a sip. Everybody got to get a drink. So it's stupid. And uh, and and often take home a a bottle of it just as a memento or whatever. <laughs> um, but they didn't want everybody's mouth being on on you know all over these these uh, these fountains that they have. So now it is uh, the Zamzam water is being distributed by robots, uh, which bring bottles to the pilgrims. Oh, little, little bottles of, of Zomzom water. <laughs> you got robots and Zomzom. I don't know. I do, I'm, I'm just really enjoying saying those words <laughs> at this point. Little, uh, little, I, I couldn't even find a picture of these robots. Oh, you don't want it. Like you, you, you can't, they're, it's like, uh, Muhammad, right? No, no yeah, images exactly. of the, the, the Zomzom robot, you know? Yeah, Guys. you can't you, you you can't see that. Uh, that nobody's allowed to make an image of no. it. No, but yes. So there you go, robots in Mecca. That's we are we are in the space age. Everybody, welcome. It is it's it's now official. I th- uh, we are the Jetsons. I thought you were gonna say that they were like VR robots, like they're roaming around doing all the things. Right? Oh, wouldn't that so that, people at home can just like join in and and uh, that, yeah, that'll be that'll be soon, very soon. <laughs> You'll just uh, you'll just FaceTime the Hodge uh, as your as your proxy yeah. robot walks around, you know, sort of rolls around the Kaaba. Yeah, because like this uh, this pandemic uh, isn't ending anytime soon. Stop that! <laughs> Shush. It's Sorry. true. It's not. Until until we all get vaccinated. Sorry. There's, there's enough vaccine for everybody, but uh, they're we're not taking it so. Have fun with COVID-22, everybody. That's going to be a fun one. Anyway, uh, listen, if you would like to write into us and tell us why we're wrong and it's going to be okay, that would be nice. Please feel free to do so by uh, emailing us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. Uh, We've got more show coming up. Hey, Dan. Hey. So it's time to listen to a, a, a raving lunatic, oh. conservative Christian. We do Christian. that every week, but it's a, 
it's sometimes different but, lunatics. I, he, this guy's a, a returning champion, I, I would I was, say. Yeah, I was about to say he's one of our favorites. He's not. I hate Rick Wiles. Oh, no. Like, I have a sort of a soft spot for Pat Robertson. I have nothing but the, the deepest loathing for uh, Rick Wiles. Yeah, Pat Robertson is like is like your uncle that or, or your your like great uncle <laughs> that you see every now and then and like half the time you see him he's like sweet and you're like, "Oh." <laughs> and then half the time he's he's got something like awful crazy to say. Rick Wiles is pure evil. Yeah. He's just an evil man. Uh but he, you know what? It he thinks that about us. Uh and he says so Quite without hesitation. So let's just hear what he has to say about uh, about the gross liberals in the world. Let's stop being nice about these people. I, I look. I'm guilty of being too diplomatic and too nice. These are not good people. They're not good people. They're evil, and they they're want evil, us dead. and they're, they're wicked. And they want us dead. And they want us dead. Let's get it out on the table. They, here. they called us assassins. Yes. Yes. Let's get it out on the table. They're wicked. They're evil. They're not good. And they want us dead. Is that clear enough? It's clear as day. I say let's meet at Gettysburg. Get this over with. Hey, listen, this is the times we're in. I mean, this is the reality. Um, these people are ruling and reigning over us. A bunch of sissified lefties would never come out and meet real men. Never. They're cowards. They're a bunch of cowards. They never would come out and face real men. Yeah, and real patriots that love this country. That's right. They'll never do nope. it. They're nothing but stinking cowards. I'm fed up with putting up with their crap. I'm a free man. I live in a free country. And men died for this country. And on my watch, in my generation, we're watching it being taken from us and we're too lazy to stop it. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves. We ought to be ashamed that we're allowing these cowards to take our country. We don't want to be inconvenienced with putting down a communist revolution. Well, too bad it's here. Yeah, it's here. And if the people don't do something very, very soon, you're going to end up in a concentration camp. And after that, you're going to end up in a grave. <sighs> you know, Frank, he's been guilty of being too diplomatic. <laughs> I know. That I was, mean, yes. I mean, <laughs> when I think yeah, I of think Rick Wiles, I think of diplomacy. I you, think what of, you think of is like, you know, he has that soft touch of his <laughs> that he likes to employ. <laughs> Holy shit, Rick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here's, here's the deal. I love his whole thing of like, uh, they would never come face real men on the battlefield, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Rick, you go out on the battlefield. I'd love to see you out on the battlefield, yeah. Rick Wiles. You're not yeah. going out on the fucking battlefield. Like, he's, Listen, there's no here's the thing. fucking way. No. <laughs> Here, here's, here's the thing. I am one of these cystified lefties <laughs> that, he's, uh, that he's not concerned about. In terms of uh, you know our cowardice and whatever, uh, I'll fight you, Rick. Yeah, you want to fight? I'll fight you. You're an old man. <laughs> I you might get a couple good blows in. I don't yeah. know. I I won't actually yeah. fight you, but and I would never advocate uh, any violence. No, to Rick absolutely Wiles. not. Like, uh, but if you manage to see Rick Wiles out there in the world and you punch him in the face, I will probably donate to your uh, defense fund. I'm just saying. <laughs> I will probably help you defend yourself. Well, I'm not saying that. I don't think that's the official stance of TGIA Media LLC, Dan. No, no, that's just me. That's just, that's just your good friend Dan saying, I'm not telling you that you should punch Rick, Rick Wiles directly in the face. What I'm telling you is, if you do that, I will contribute to your defense fund and probably help you raise money. That's what I'm saying. Can can we categorize this under satire? Can we? Yeah, that's 100% what this is. Uh, we don't mean anything that we say on this whole show. This is a comedy show-ish, sort of. So don't take it seriously. Yeah, no. Uh, because, no, because, I mean, that's, he is advocating for violence. 
Oh yeah, he's, he's 100% abs- actually absolutely like he's claiming that there are concentration camps being readied. And people believe this. I have seen TikToks where Christian people believe that there are concentration camps being readied for the Christians. God, it's so That's what they're being told stupid. and they're believing it. Uh, the absurdity of it cannot be overstated, considering that the man that they're accusing of doing it is probably the most religious man we've had in the presidency for a while. Yeah. I know, isn't it? He is a he is a devout Catholic. Yep. But uh, there you go. Yep. Well, uh, we had some folks write into us uh, because this is a podcast and people write into podcasts. So uh, I guess I'll just uh, I'll read some of it. And the first thing is from Benjamin, who writes, Hey there, Frank and Dan. Just wanted to weigh in on what you were discussing in episode 501 in regards to the Mormon church gaslighting their own members about their theology on the afterlife. Uh, For those of you who don't recall, uh, the Mormon church had a very strong stance. It was their best... It was their best selling point. Uh, and they recently very quietly published a thing on their website that completely disavowed it. Um, but Benj- I'll let Benjamin explain. Uh, Benjamin says, I grew up in one of those crazy evangelical churches, went to camps exactly like the one shown in the documentary Jesus Camp as a child, etc. That's terrifying. However, largely due to my ex partner, I converted to Mormonism at around age 18 years <laughs> old. I went to church every weekend, did all the missionary discussions pre-baptism, went to two semesters of seminary, went through the temple, and did a semester of institute. These are all Mormon things. Uh, Anyway, he Mormoned (laughs) pretty hard. Um, and And I can tell you, I was told by every single one of those sources multiple times over that if we completed all the rituals and lived our lives as good little Mormons, then we would become a god yep. and get a planet of our own after we did after yep. we died every single one i was even instructed to teach this very belief uh, myself during home teaching assignments the fact that after decades and decades of teaching this the lds leadership thinks they can just say just kidding we never said that is crazy to me Did they think nothing was documented in writing or on audio slash video from dozens of various church authorities confirming that this was the end goal for exaltation? Just blows my mind. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's cuckoo bananas. And, uh, and cosmic in California has this to say about, about the whole thing. Uh, hello, Frank and Dan on the episode titled gaslighting writ large. Frank expressed that while the church has distanced itself from much of Brigham Young's more esoteric theology. He has a hard time believing that they will ever distance themselves from that of Lorenzo Snow. <laughs> I, I hope it is. I, I, I have a feeling he's got some examples of things. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. not really. Um, that, yeah, Lorenzo Snow was another prophet of the Mormon church back in history and taught a bunch of crazies. Anyway, um, Uh, Cosmic goes on to say, I hope it is not trivializing anything when I say that the conversation put me in mind of the discussions that comic book fans have about what they consider canon within their comic (laughs) books. When we get to discussing the impact of (laughs) the church's disavowal of godly afterlives, we want, oh, I I edited out a little bit about about Cosmic's partner, sorry. Um, So that's what Cosmic is talking about here. Uh, We wondered... What this means for people who died that w- with that expectation in their heads. And possibly more important, we wondered what it means for their loved ones. Mm. I know it means uh, little to the deceased, being dead and all, but do loved ones now have to live with the deceased being ripped from their planets and godhood revoked? <laughs> or, are they, or are they retconning Mormon heaven? <laughs> if so... What does that imply for the greater Mormon continuum and how its fans slash adherents understand the continuity? <laughs> uh, Cosmic goes on to say, I, I hope the comic book comparison is not offensive or insensitive. Of be, it's great. Yeah, and be as insensitive it's as a, you want to with these people. Yeah. yeah oh, what are you going to hurt our feelings? 
I, I hope you hurt the Mormons' oh. feelings. No, like this is perfect. Exactly what? Exactly right. We are now having to grapple with. Uh, you know, we got one comic book author who has just completely ignored the the canon yeah. and is going rogue. And now it's just a question of like, now what, 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 what's the good stuff? What's the real stuff? I love this idea of retconning, which is like retroactive. What is the con part of retroactive? I have no idea. Con? But um, I just, I, I just need for, to see some, some Mormons and hear the conversations as they're processing this. Like if, if, if they accept it, right. If they're like, oh yeah, no. Okay. Oh no, of course. No, they, we never really believed that. That was just, and the word that was, um, evading me while we were having this conversation last time was space doctrine. That's just space doctrine. <laughs> Do you remember that? They would talk about like, Oh, don't, don't worry about the space doctrine. Right. You oh, don't. I, I okay. Don't anyway. That. So there's this idea that, that there is some weird doctrine and you just shouldn't worry about it. Right. I do remember that. <laughs> and so it's like, but I, but becoming a God was not part of space doctrine. Right. Like, like no. that was just, that was fully part of the central doctrine. That is, that is as deep canon as you yeah. can get. And now it is just being erased. It's uh, crazy. Well, thank you, Cosmic. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. Uh, we also had Daniel write into us. Howdy, Frank and Dan. I'm from the equivalent of West Berlin here in Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's pretty yeah. apt. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're an island of sanity here in this <laughs> god-awful state. Yet even here, things suck from COVID as our governor and his minions, mm. all of whom are vaccinated BTW, right. continue to back conspiracy theories regarding the vaccine. I was hoping to send my oldest child, one of four, back to public school this fall, and that won't be happening until the vaccine becomes available to her age hmm. group. She's hmm. nine. Uh, since we since we just moved to the area in January of twenty, oh, what a great time to have commit to have Ooh. committed to a new yeah. place. Uh, the pandemic kept us from enrolling her in the local schools last year. This year, with the quote fourth wave getting worse. I contacted the local school district to look into what precautions they'll be taking <laughs> since we're teetering on going back to level four on the COVID se severity oh scale. Uh, the answer was yeah. none. There won't be any restrictions going into the fall. We won't mandate any masks for teachers or students. I then asked her, so basically your position as a school district is to act as if nothing has happened, nothing is happening currently, and nothing could possibly go wrong? Her reply, essentially, yes. <laughs> we polled parents and students, and they don't want restrictions. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, the attitude around here is that we just need to sprinkle a little Jesus on the issue. Yeah. <sighs> that's, why we, that's why you have a mandate, because people left to their own devices are dumb. Yeah. They, Largely just really, really they dumb. They won't do the hard thing. And in this case, the hard thing is actually a really easy thing. Um, right. But they won't. They just won't. No. You have to force them to yeah. do it. For you, ha you have to force people to safeguard their own fucking safety. Yep. We almost played one of the one of the clips that, you know, we we had that Rick Wiles clip and and it was just too good. But the other clip that I was looking at was a woman uh, who some some sort of christian uh you know talk show host of some sort and she was she had she told the story of taking her husband who was deathly ill to the emergency room because he had covid related pneumonia mm. and was not able to breathe at mm. all and almost died mm. and she herself had covid too and had been sick for weeks but though nowhere near as, as severely and uh and then she, of course, at the end, volunteers that she's not yet ready to ch change her stance on vaccination. <laughs> not yeah. yet. She's coming round. She's, Eventually, she's I'll still get thinking there. about it. It's like her husband's fine. He's home now. He's just on a, a cocktail of drugs and feeling miserable, but he's fine. So <laughs> eh, it's probably okay. All right. That's well, uh, we we have some folks to thank, and I'm going to start us off. Oh, okay. Um, 
Freethinker215 uh, sent us some money uh, on PayPal. At, quote, in support of the Thank God I'm Atheist podcast, please use for sex, drugs, alcohol, and or gambling. Uh, we will. Yeah, Thank you very sounds, much. That's my life. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's that's basically all we got at this point. Um, and then uh, and then Daniel sent us uh, some money also and said uh, I I had a coworker name dropping his BSF. Uh, I, I looked that up. That's Bible Study Fellowship oh, meetings. Whenever he could, annoyed me every time he said it. This donation is in his honor. <laughs> so. I appreciate that. Awesome. I encourage that kind of behavior. Every time you're annoyed by a coworker or someone on the street preaching Jesus at you, just give money to us. That's that's the best response, <laughs> really, when all is said and done. Indeed. Uh, both of you, we confer upon you the, uh, the ironic priesthood. You are both deacons in it, and may you be blessed uh, for that. Yes, thank you. And then do you have some other folks to thank? I do, Dan. Uh, we have four new patrons on Patreon this week. Uh, we have two new deacons. Uh, we have Nature Nut, and I normally don't say last names, but uh, John Doe. Um, oh, okay. And then we have, so thank you to the both of you. Uh, and then we have uh, two new priests by the name of Tucker and Lane. So uh, thank you to the both of you as well. Well, blessings upon all of you. Congratulations yeah. on your new magic powers. That's always great. <laughs> and if you'd like to get some magic powers yourself, uh, you can go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the support tab and it'll take you over to Patreon or PayPal, whichever one uh, uh, suits you better. Give us your money. <laughs> and as always, Dan, we have our top donors to thank our lords and saviors, Austin and Demonium. Woo! Stick around. There's more show coming up. Dan. Yeah. Underwear. Undies. <laughs> Y'all, uh, most people, I think, know that, uh, that the Marmons wear funny uh, little underoos. They got, yeah. they got their own. They, they are all required by, by God law and, and bird law yeah. to wear. Very uh, unflattering uh, underwear. Officially sanctioned like, Ugly the wear. worst underwear imaginable. Maybe you should, since since between the two of us, you're the only one that actually wore this stuff. Maybe you should describe for well, us. Well, I can uh, describe the the men's garment uh, right. quite well, and I can take a stab at the female garment, but a little less familiar uh, with with that. But um, it's there. There are two pieces typically. One pieces do exist. Still, um, that, that my, was the traditional. I grew up with, my dad only wore the one piece, the one. It's, it's which is crazy town to me. And they probably, I, I would guess they probably still make it. Um, but, but generally the modern Mormon wears two pieces, the top and the bottom garment. Um, and so yeah. the men's is, is kind of like a, a t-shirt, an undershirt, right? Um, yeah. and they have different necklines that you can get, right? You can get the crew neck, you get a little V neck one, or you can get like the the scoop one that like the the you can spot the the the, the eternal smile right yeah uh, under that a lot one of used to be that used to be it they all used to have this scoop yeah. neck this, that went down real low that was like a little U yeah. uh, on the man's chest and you could see it under his white uh, button up boring shirt. Right. And then they, they, yeah, yeah. They, so they have these, these other ones that are a little bit more modern in the, in sort of their cut and you get different fabrics. They, they have like a, a mesh fabric that, that a lot of people like because it breathes really well. Um, I always just like the, the cotton poly blend. That's just, it's just a good t-shirt. Um, but, and then you have the, the bottom part. So the top isn't that weird. I mean, it's a little weird, but it's not totally crazy to, to wear a t-shirt. For the ladies, it's more of like a sort of cap sleeve yeah. that covers your shoulder. But like if you were wearing a, a cap sleeve T-shirt, you probably would, wouldn't see it. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of. But you're definitely you're definitely not going to be able yeah. to get away with a, a tank. A top. lot of definitely not. You're right about that. But a lot of women do sort of roll and tuck that that part of the garment in there. You're not oh. supposed to. But a lot of women do. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, and then there's the bottom, which is essentially knee length underwear. But it's but yeah. it's it, none of it fits like you would want like your underwear to fit. Like it's all just kind of baggy and not good and yeah and and just yeah. so and, unflattering. And it goes, like it's just the it worst. It goes to just above the knee, yeah. uh, which means shorts have to be quite long. Yeah, that's true. If you're going to wear them, you can't you can't get away with a, a short short or even a mid sized short. No, no. Uh, and uh, it, yeah, they're just the worst. Right. They're literally the worst. And for me, I'm a guy who. I insist on, I can't, I can't do man-made fabrics. I can't do a polyester. I can't, I hate it. I, it doesn't <laughs> breathe. I feel hot all the time. I got to have cotton yeah. only. Well, they have a cotton only option, but anyway. Okay. Um, and then the ladies, it's like you were describing the top, but here's the kicker women out there listening who, who don't already know this. Um, oh yeah. It, this, it, is, this is, this is the stuff of nightmares. You, Brace yourself. Ladies. You can have nothing between you and the garment. So that means your brassiere must be worn over your this this garment top. Your garments, yeah. So you, ha- it's horrifying. So, yeah, it's really. When I, I I was a full fledged adult before I I knew that, like I, I was probably thirty before I even knew that, and was just like, "Are you mad? You never walked in on your mom or anything." I don't know that I would have noticed. Right. Oh, and, yeah. and I didn't, I didn't know what all of, you know, whatever. Um, and, and no, I probably didn't really walk in on my mom. Um, my dad would walk around the house in his garments and I was always just like, Oh God, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. So anyway, a, anyway, the, these, are, this is like, it, it's, it's awful. Uh, and, but an article came out a couple days ago in the New York times, which was, which basically is about a, it starts with the story of a woman, uh, named Sasha Pitton or Pitton. I don't know how she says it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's Pitton. That's yeah. obvious. Yeah. I, that's, that's how I prefer. That is my preferred <laughs> uh, pronunciation of her name. She's a Mormon. Uh, she goes by the, the handle at the Mormon hippie. Oh, yeah. on Instagram and she she actually is talking about this which y'all is shocking <laughs> because while they are not quote secret secret they are quote sacred oh, absolutely. and so you're not really supposed to talk about the underwear especially not with outsiders but even like Mormons don't talk to each other about the underwear <laughs> it's this hush hush thing <laughs> It is really well, they love they so, do like to to tell their little stories about you know the garment protecting somebody right oh yeah like there there's all this lore about the garment and and and, oh. and like somebody was like you know um in a fire or whatever and, and right. they had all these burns on their arms and their legs and whatnot but under the garment they were totally protected or whatnot right. Some, or or someone on the battlefield oh yeah stopped a it, bullet. It, a, the bullet just grazed off the garment in some way. <laughs> yeah, anything faith affirming, they're happy to talk about the garments. But like, if it's just you're not, you're definitely not supposed to be like, these are uncomfortable, right? Right. Are we all having this experience? Right. Anyway, uh, at the Mormon hippie decided to come out and just say, uh, "This is probably not great, y'all. Uh, we have to wear these all the time, and I'm fucking uncomfortable." Uh, she did not use those words. Those are my, that's my truncated, that's that's my summation of what she said. <laughs> what she actually said was, and she addressed this to president of the church, Russell M. Nelson. She said, we want. So this she is said, on Twitter, quote, right? Uh, yeah, or Instagram. Okay. I think it's Instagram. Oh, okay. uh, she said, quote, we really want buttery soft fabric. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the The quote goes on. My vagina has to breathe, which if you know Mormonism, you know that like addressing a comment that has the word vagina in it to the prophet is <laughs> that's a, that's a special moment. Yeah. I mean, that is a good moment. He was a, a medical doctor, so he has encountered the word before. He does uh, know that vaginas <laughs> exist, but the tradition of the Mormon church has never been to actually, you know, care about the woman's lived experience. So 
for a woman to actually ask that they care about what are, you know, because these things are cumbersome and apparently, you know, it depends on what shape you are, but they can chafe and mm. they can feel gross and they can feel awful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it might behoove them to actually ask some folks what, what their experience of the temple garment is and maybe beg Jesus to let them make it a little bit more comfortable. And, you know, bring them out of the era of pantaloons, you know. Right? <laughs> bloomers. <laughs> bloomers. You're basically in bloomers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that we, that it is no longer 1830? Are you aware of this fact? Actually, funnily enough, in the 1800s, they were even worse. Oh, oh God. All the way to the wrist and ankle. And wool. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I think so. In the Utah not, desert. Not great. Um, so yeah, there you go. I, I, who knows? Basically, what what do we anticipate will happen here? Probably this woman will get excommunicated <laughs> for saying anything. And then two months after she is officially kicked out of the church permanently, the church will announce that they, in their magnanimity, mag, how do you say magnanimous? Magnanimity. There you go. Uh, are actually going to uh, give you more comfortable garments. I don't know. Yeah. that's That tends to be their thing. They won't apologize to anybody. They won't ever admit that they've done anything wrong, and they will definitely punish people who <laughs> speak out, especially if the New York Times happens to pick it up. Oh, my God. That woman's that the woman, ultimate sin. She's, she's gone. A little too high profile. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but it's but, kind of funny because like the church did release a video a couple of years ago ex mm -hmm. that sort of was showing the guy, like the garments are sort of laid out on a table, right? It's yeah, not it doesn't like, show, it doesn't show them on a person or even a mannequin, you know, just, right. just on a kind of an Oak table, walnut table probably. Um, and, uh, and they talk about it like they, and, and, and I remember, I didn't rewatch the video recently, but like, I remember being like, huh, they actually just talked, they talked about the garment. Yeah. Right? That was shocking. Um, and so like, but if you're going to talk about it and you're going to have a video on your website, it does kind of suggest that you might be more open about it now. Right. Just, just kind of just little yeah. more open since yeah. you're talking about it. <laughs> since, um, since but you brought it up, but apparently they're the only ones allowed to talk about it. Mm hmm. Uh, don't want the New York well, times we'll, talking we'll see. about uh, it. So far, no word on anything, uh, any kind of retaliation that'll happen. They'll attempt <laughs> to make it quiet and, uh, yeah. and oh my whatever, God. but you know, Twitter did explode. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure Instagram exploded with people having all sorts of comments. Yeah. Um, Mormons tend to be very worried that they're going to be made fun of for their temple garments, which I understand that we do make fun of you. They're ridiculous. Your <laughs> underwear is stupid and not magic. <laughs> but, you know, this uh, this made all of the Mormons feel very uncomfortable. As Except everything some of the Mormons, does. Everything makes Mormons feel uncomfortable. Well, yeah. They love the limelight unless you actually like say anything about what they believe. And then they're like, shh, shh, shh. no, 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 <laughs> that, don't, no. That's don't ours. How dare you? You, you need to just tell the world how great we are and don't say what we actually believe or ding, do. ding, 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 ding. You have to um, give us time to revise all of our beliefs <laughs> before you talk about our beliefs. They're working on it. They're working on it. I, I mean, I saw a bunch of Mormons who actually appreciated the fact that the New York times handled it with quite a bit of respect. Yeah. It's and very matter of fact. It's not made to seem weird. Yeah. You know? It's not, it's not making fun or anything. No. no. Uh, and a couple of Mormons I saw on Twitter who were like, you know what? Th this woman is calling, these women are calling for something that is very doable. Yeah. Mormon church. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can, maybe we can get on that and actually make it happen. They've already we established that, that materials don't matter, right? The fabrics don't matter. Right. Like, right. Like, because there's already a wide variety, uh, you know, the Lord hasn't given a commandment that it needs to be synthetic, you know. Right. Yeah. So Actually, the Lord did give a commandment about uh, fabrics in, you know, in uh, Leviticus, which was, which they've already broken. Right. So 
Apparently they don't care about Lord Commandments. <laughs> Nobody cares about Leviticus. Nobody, yeah. Well, until they want to be mean to gay people. And then they <laughs> oh, that's right. Anyway, there you go. Uh, you feel free to, to Google the Mormon temple garments <laughs> and see them. Uh, a whole bunch of TikTok, of ex-Mormon TikTokers and, uh, and uh, people are, will be more than happy to show you what they look like on a human body. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of wacky. There's a fun. whole genre of gay porn. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, I so, don't get uh, it. I don't get it, but it's out there. Yeah, so uh, so go ahead and, and look it up if you want to, but uh, definitely, definitely don't join the Mormon church, and that's just reason 100,033, 100, why not to? Anyway, uh, if you do have anything you'd like to write into us about or ask us any questions, you can write, uh, email us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, will you? Click the like button, facebook.com slash Atheist. Every now and then we post something there. And if you'd like to join one of our two members-only lounges, we've got one on Facebook and one over uh, and a Discord uh, members-only lounge. If you'd like to join them, go to our website, thinkoutamatheist.com slash members-only. Hey, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine, beautiful music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you, dear friends, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. 